0: Patriots, this is Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. Bringing you insight from outside the mainstream, I am your host, Ryan. Today we talk about spy balloons and squad meltdowns. Next, on Living with Liberty. what point are we as a nation going to wake up and realize that China is the biggest threat to our national security? At what point is our government going to take a harder line with the Chinese Communist Party? The fact that China floated a balloon over our country without any sort of action, or I should say with a very delayed action tells China all they need to know about what kind of response they will get from the U.S. should they take any sort of aggressive action against Taiwan or any other country for that matter. Yes, the Chinese can and do spy on us from their satellites, as we do to them. But as was noted in a CNN article titled, What is a Suspected Chinese Spy Balloon Doing Above the U.S. by Brad Lendon? Balloons can do some things that satellites cannot. Things like being steered using onboard computers, and they can adjust their altitude to a certain degree, meaning they can hover over an area to a certain extent. Satellites aren't able to loiter over any area, and many satellites are needed to crisscross an entire area to maintain the surveillance. Yes, this Chinese spy balloon was sent over our airspace to gather intelligence, but it was also intended to see what the response would be from the Biden administration to this incursion on our sovereign country, our sovereign airspace. The fact that the supposed call to shoot it down didn't come until three or four days after it was discovered tells the Chinese all they need to know about Biden's administration, about us as a a country. This weak and feckless administration isn't going to stand up to any aggression from the CHICOMs. It just isn't. It took three to four days to make the decision to shoot this thing down. Now, to be fair, ever since I believe it was the Nixon administration that really normalized relations with China, most US administrations, really outside of Trump, have basically placated the Chinese bowing to their demands, bowing to whatever wishes they had for entry into their market, bowing to their demands in geopolitical affairs. And really, this doesn't even take into account the fact that if the U.S. floated a a spy balloon into Chinese airspace or even into international waters outside of China, it would be shot down immediately. There'd be no questions asked about it. What is that? We don't know. It's getting shot down. That's what we should have done here. Now, something the U.S. had plenty of opportunity to do was shoot this thing down. Biden allegedly made the call to shoot it down last Wednesday. And I say allegedly because I don't believe anything out of this administration at this point. I don't believe anything coming from any government agency that is part of the Biden administration, that includes the military. The, the, the claim here was the military said, wait until it gets out over water because of concern over debris hitting civilians. I mean, here's the thing about this, right? Let, let's do a little bit of timeline analysis, do a little bit of, of uh, area analysis here, if you will. Th- this balloon was spotted over Alaska, there's plenty of wide open space there to shoot it down. Then it moved through Canada, and we know that Trudeau is just as in bed with the Chinese as Biden. So my guess is Trudeau gave this thing a, a, a uh, fighter plane escort through Canada. He wanted to make sure it got through, I'm sure. Blackface Justin. And then it re-entered the U.S. via northern Idaho. Once again, a place with plenty of space to shoot it down. Plenty of space there to shoot down a giant balloon with minimal impact to civilians. Then it meanders over Montana once again, another sparsely populated state. Plenty of space to shoot down a spy balloon and not really impact anybody. And oh, by the way, Montana, by the way, Montana houses uh, uh, some intercontinental ballistic missile silos which I'm sure is why Montana was on this balloon's route through our country. Needed to get some good pictures of that, that installation there. You know, we're, we're led, though. We're led to believe that our military said no because they don't want to impact civilians. Our military that has the capability to send a missile through a wall to take out a target without blowing the entire building up can't manage to take down a balloon over some of the most expansive states in our country with minimal impact to civilians. That's what they're telling us. Our military, which can operate and blow things up without blowing up entire buildings, can't manage to take down a spy balloon without impacting civilians. They can't manage to take it down in a spot where it's, it crashes, where there's no impact or very little impact to people. I mean we're we're in winter here. We're in the northern hemisphere, so it's not like if they shot this thing down over Idaho or Montana, it's going to impact crops. It might land on the side of a mountain. Who the hell knows? But we're say our our military said we shouldn't do this. That's what we're told anyway. We shouldn't shoot this thing down until it gets over water. We don't want to impact civilians. Well, Alaska has 733,000 people living in the entire state. That's it. That would put them in the, if Alaska was a city, that'd be like the top 25 biggest cities, but it's a state, right? So there's 1.3 people per square mile living in Alaska. Plenty of space to shoot this thing down and not impact anybody. And oh, by the way, I mean, Alaska's on the ocean, right? So we could probably have shot it down outside the uh, Alaska, or in uh, Alaska's waters, right? Idaho, population of 1.9 million people that's about 22 per square mile so a few more and montana has a population of 1.1 million people or seven and a half people per square mile so given all this you're telling me that our military with some of the most sophisticated weaponry around with some of the most advanced technology around some of the best capabilities around some of the smartest people there calculating things like wind speed and direction so they can blow things up without it impacting anything or blow things up so the debris field falls where in the general area they want it. Couldn't find a spot in any of these states where it crossed that are some of our least populated states to shoot this thing down so it didn't without impacting people. So so I'm supposed to believe that. I'm supposed to believe this story from the Biden administration and from his military that said we told them to wait. Biden said they told me to wait. I wanted to shoot it down Wednesday. Well, why the hell didn't you shoot it down last Saturday when it was spotted over Alaska? We don't want to impact people. So what all of a sudden, we we can blow up a singular room in a building undetected, but we can't shoot down a spy balloon? Are, Are you kidding me? We're, we're not talking about this thing flying over New York City here where you've got, I don't know, hundreds, thousands of people per square mile, whatever it is, a lot more than the three states I listed. I'm sorry, I'm just not believing this at this point. I'm not believing the story that we couldn't find somewhere to shoot this down without impacting civilians. I'm I just not buying it. This thing should have been shot down once it entered Alaskan airspace. And the fact there is it was deemed at that point not a threat. They looked at it and said, oh, that's not a threat. Did you even know what the hell it was? I mean, that's troubling to me that we had something enter our airspace. Some military officials looked at it and said, oh, that's not a threat. And then a few days later, it's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a Chinese spy balloon. What the hell are these people doing? So we've got more trouble on top of this. I don't get it. If something enters our airspace that's not identified, that you can't communicate with it, how is that not a threat? How is nobody going to check it out? We have something floating in our airspace and we're not even curious about what it is. It's just, oh, it's not a threat. What the hell did they think it was? The fact that It wasn't taken down immediately. The fact that it wasn't looked at as a threat tells the Chinese all they need to know. It tells the Chinese that the U.S. response will be weak and undecisive to any acts of aggression the CCP might be planning and may undertake in the future. Now, noted China expert Gordon Chang believes that this balloon was a trial to measure the response of the U.S., To it, to its incursion on our sovereign soil, to any act of aggression the CCP might perpetrate, undertake, whatever you want to put it. However you want to put it. Now, Chang told Fox Digital this. China is preparing to go to war. It's engaged in extremely provocative and dangerous activities around its periphery, and war could come at any time and place. We know what the Chinese are doing, Chang explained. He goes on. They're engaged in the fastest military buildup since the Second World War. They're trying to sanctions-proof their regime, and most ominously, they're preparing China's civilians for war. Maybe that's all part of the continued COVID lockdowns. Who knows? Chang goes on, It's my belief that China is also testing the resolve of not only Sino-Zhou, and his administration, but also that of the American public. Why else would Xi Jinping commit such a brazen act, knowing the balloon would be discovered? U.S. sources have tracked the balloon, at least since it flew over the or near the Aleutian Islands. Again, it was out over water. What's on the Aleutian Islands that this thing could have been shot down over there? G- give me a break. The, this administration's full of crap. So we have here, what do we have here? We have incursion into our airspace. We have the placating of China for decades by the U.S. Continually, all this continually emboldening the CCP. And I say incursion into our airspace with three to four days leg time before anybody decided to do anything. And a full week before the thing was shot down. All this just goes to serve to embolden the CCP in whatever aggressive measures they want to take, whether it be flying spy balloons through the heart of our country, flying spy balloons over Latin America or other countries, building islands in the international waters of the South China Sea, claiming them as Chinese territory, and we get not so much as a public rebuke from the international community on that one. And now, as Cheng notes, a military buildup, the fastest since World War II, and a sanction proofing of their regime. Now, this all begs the question, and I think it gets to Chang's point, is China preparing to go to war? All these signs point to, yeah, they might be. Why would you float a a, a, a spy balloon over one of your or your biggest enemy? As, as close of a ties as we have with China, we're still at least major competitors on the world stage, right? We are a threat to their way of existence let's be honest still even in our weakened and dilapidated state of our country right now we still have the mightiest military on the planet is china looking to go to war i mean the signs are there military buildup, up flying spy balloons over military installations letting the spy balloon linger we went over that satellites can't linger spy balloons can can get better pictures probably. they that spy balloons way uh, got way less altitude than a satellite and the cameras are good on satellites. don't get me wrong. But what do you think going to be even better uh, quality picture wise? A spy balloon at 60,000 feet or a satellite at 100 or 120 however far you know into the stratosphere they put those things. All the signs and and Gordon Chang. I'm not saying it's imminent. I don't think Gordon Chang saying it's imminent either. But it's something we gotta be aware of. Military buildup, spy balloons, sanction proofing their regime. The signs are there. The Chinese are looking to embark on some sort of campaign, whether it be Taiwan, whether it be somewhere else in Asia, whether they dare try to come to the homeland here. I doubt it, but you never know. With Uh, power-hungry communists like the CCP, like Xi Jinping. So we've got all these signs that China is building up to do something, and all our elected officials can do is tell us how big of a threat Russia is to our democracy. That's all they do. It's all Russia, Russia. Meanwhile, China's out there building up their might and capability and spying on us with spy balloons and everything. I haven't heard about a Russian spy balloon over our airspace. Right I but all we can do is focus on and, and worry about what Russia's doing that there's such a threat to our democracy and Ukraine. We care again, it seems like we care more about Ukraine's borders than our own. We let a freaking balloon fly over without so much as a, a you know a, a cursory glance at it for three or four days. Russia isn't the threat here China is, and our government officials better wake up, they better realize it. Otherwise, we're going to have some major problems here in the future. Subscriptions are one of the big ways podcasts get discovered, so if you could, please do me a favor. Whatever platform you are listening or viewing on, please hit that subscribe button. It will give you an alert whenever a new Living with Liberty is published. And the subscriptions help us get into the recommendations so others can find the show. So the squad. The squad seems to be a little bit upset over Ilhan Omar's removal from the Foreign Affairs Committee for her repeated anti-Semitic comments. Yes, I uh, save it, liberals, save it. Yes, oh, she apologized. She Fine, yeah, she apologized. I I read the story the same as everybody else 10 years ago or what, 2023, yeah, 10, 10, 11 years ago. she She apologized, but she didn't change the behavior, right? This has been a repeated pattern with her. That's what got her removed. That that's it, you can't be on the foreign affairs committee, and and be disparaging towards foreign countries. That's not how that works. Now, naturally, the squad and its members were not shy about showing that amoebas have more intelligence they do than they do in defending Omar. Now, keep in mind as well that these are the same people who skewered Kanye West over his comments. And rightfully so. His comments were just as disgusting. I, I'm in agreement there. Everybody wanted to skewer Kanye about it. Rightfully so, he deserved it. But now that it's one of their own facing accountability for their actions, for their words, we just forget about that. They just throw that all out the window. It all becomes a personal attack. It's racism, white supremacy, blah blah blah. Now I have some clips here, Vershida Talib. Corey Bush and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez that I'm going to play, and I'll tell you what the acting performance from these three would put any actor uh, in Hollywood. They'd make them jealous. It, it puts ho- most of these Hollywood actors to shame. The, the acting performance these three clowns put on it puts a lot of Hollywood uh, actors to shame. Here, all right. So first up, we'll have Rashida Tlaib, who herself has been called out for her own controversial dare I say borderline racist statements one being how she celebrated the Holocaust celebrated that now you don't intentionally say you celebrate the Holocaust she tried to walk it back and say oh no I you know I was remembering it no you don't walk back and say I celebrated the Holocaust especially when uh, you know you have a history of maybe being a little anti-semitic yourself and and being outspoken against Israel it's not the choice of words in that statement was intentional, and then she had to walk him back. Oh yeah, okay. I, I meant I meant uh, remembered. Yeah, right. All right. So take a listen to this.
1: Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are really.
2: The gentleman's time has expired. Obama will not be silenced.
0: The gentlewoman's time and has to expired.
2: Omar, the I gentlewoman's am so time sorry, has Seth expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You belong the, the, the in gentlewoman that is no longer recognized.
0: Most actors can only dream of being able to whip up tears that fast. I mean we've got uh, you know, Ralphie here after he shot his eye out with Rashida Tlaib. I was looking for the BB bouncing back and hitting him in there, hitting her in the glasses, I should say. Now she wants to talk about free speech. She wants to bring up oh the free speech, what you know, this you're against free speech, where's our what Smooth Brain here doesn't realize is that free speech doesn't mean free from consequences or accountability. That that's not what free speech means. Okay, you can say what you want to say as long as it's lawful, right? We understand you can't yell fire in a movie theater unless there's actually a fire, right? Free speech has consequences. Lawful free speech has consequences. Omar has repeatedly spouted hate towards Israel. She has not changed her behavior. Yes, I mentioned before, yes, she apologized when she got called out on it once. She doesn't get called out on it anymore. Or just doesn't get, the media's not doing it. You know they're not going to do it anymore. She has not changed her behavior. Yes, you are free to say what you want, Ilhan Omar and the rest of your smooth-brained squad friends. Within the bounds of lawful speech, we always got to throw those disclaimers out there because you'll get somebody who says, oh, you can't just say whatever you want. Yeah, we understand. But but with that, it does not mean you are free from the consequences of those words. And in Omar's case, it's damaging to foreign relations with a country that has been an ally with the United States for generations. You can't just go saying spouting off anti-Israel and anti-Jew messaging and not expect consequences. That is what they don't get. That's what they don't want. They want consequences for the Kanye West of the world because they don't follow the ideology. They think outside the box. They do what they want to do. They think for themselves. So yeah, again, Kanye's comments were disgusting. And he rightfully got his... His sponsorships and everything else pulled from him. That, that's what happens. Consequ- Kanye can say what he wants. There's consequences. Omar can say what she wants. There's consequences, and those consequences have been metered out now. And the squad doesn't like it. And I'm sure, though, there's several Democrats behind the scenes, more called moderates, that are like, okay, yeah, we agree with this. Nancy wouldn't do anything. So, all right, we got Corey Bush up next st
2: louis and i rise in support of congresswoman ilhan omar I've been to her district. I've spoken with her constituents. We visited marginalized communities globally together. This institution is better because of her leadership and the foreign affairs committee benefits from her perspective. So let's talk about what's really happening. Republicans are waging a blatantly Islamophobic and racist attack on Congresswoman Omar. And I've said it before. I will say it again. The white supremacy happening is unbelievable. This is despicable. It is Congresswoman Omar who has been harassed at her job for simply existing as a Muslim woman in Congress. It is she who has been attacked by a member of this body, ridiculing her as a potential terrorist for simply existing as a Muslim woman in this Congress. So rather than bring an actual accountability, any accountability to Congress, they bring this offensive resolution to the floor. This is just a bunch of racist gaslighting. We all know it.
0: Vote no. Omar's leadership. What are we talking about here with the, just with the squad in general, <laughs> not leaders? One, so her leadership. Omar's. What is she leading? Nothing. Leading hate and division. That's what she's leading. What are we talking about with with first Talib and now Corey Bush? We'll hear but from from uh, the waitress herself here in a minute. We're talking about some of the least accomplished members of Congress here that are spouting this. People that shouldn't be listened to when they start spouting this, nut, they haven't done anything. So again, I'll ask Corey Bush, what leadership are you talking about here? What, what leadership are we, are we talking about? Is it straining relations with a historical ally? Is it taking the initiative to marry her brother so she could stay in this country? There, there's doubts about whether she should even be serving in Congress to this day. Nobody seems to have the balls enough to investigate and confirm or deny whether she should be here or not. <laughs> the story is she married her brother to be here, so I'm, I'm going to lean towards not. That's my opinion. Make your own. I, I'm lost at what Corey Bush means by leadership here. Though that's not a surprise. That's not a, it shouldn't be a surprise. Because many of the words these twits speak— don't mean what they think it means. They they think leadership, oh, she's showing leadership because what? She's she's leading the charge on your pet project and or saying the right things and, and not actually saying truthful things. She's just spouting off uh, gaslighting and, and nonsense and hate, right? Dividing the country. That's what their purpose is. So they they they're saying these words and they 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 but they don't. Mean what they think they mean. This is where you get the languages muddled, right? <laughs> Leadership's pretty clear. I, I again, these these people they have the less brain capacity than an amoeba, so I'm I'm not surprised that she thinks leadership is what Ilhan Omar exhibits. Anyway, we have this other piece here from Corey Bush too. Of course, of course, you know, no squad member can speak without the obligatory. Islamophobic, homophobic, phobophobic, white supremacy, racist whatevers right they they, it, they can't even they, they can't even go two sentences without some sort of of derogatory charge like that. So of course, Cory Bush had to bring it up. oh, it's you know, it's just a you know this is an islamophobic country. they've got white supremacy, it's racist Republicans. So I'll ask Corey Bush this. When Kanye West lost his deals with Gap and Adidas over the same exact type of comments, the same exact comments, was that Islamophobic, white supremacist, and racist too? When Kanye West literally said the same same sorts of derogatory comments towards Jews, Uh, and he got his sponsorships pulled, basically can't work now, but same thing. It was that Islamophobic, white supremacist, and racist of those companies that pulled their their sponsorships from him? That pulled his, his product lines off their shelves? Do you all see how stupid these people really are? Do you see how stupid they are? And how it's not sustainable what they're doing. You can't have this. You can't have every time someone being held to account that checks a few key boxes on the leftist scale of do we care or not and uh, we have them held up as a victim of some societal phobia or racism, every time, it it never fails. As soon as someone with the right box is being checked gets held to account, all of a sudden it's, it's we're some sort of phobic or racist or white supremacist. If that happens every time, none of it is societal phobias or racism. It can't be. It can't be. At that point, it becomes a normal course of behavior. That's the societal norm. Then, at that point, it it can't be. Every time, do do incidents exist or happen? Yes, racism exists. We're human. That that is never going to go away. No matter how much you try, it will never go away. You you can do things to mitigate it. You can do things to try and change perspectives of people. But people, at the end of the day, are going to be people. It's going to exist. But it's a very Rare minor occurrence, and when it does happen, yes, it should be investigated to the fullest extent of the law that it should that that's allowable for the offense, right? Um, but to call out because Ilhan Omar was held to account for spouting off nonsense and and being disparaging towards an ally, it's not Islamophobic, it's not racist, it's not white supremacist. It's called being held to account. For your actions, the fact that Kanye faced repercussions for the same types of statements only serves to destroy Corey Bush's argument here. And then finishing up with this, we've got Menza dropout, the waitress herself, AOC. Take a listen.
1: Fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life. And you all, and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about a condemnation of anti Semitic remarks. When you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Time has expired. My life was threatened. Thank you.
0: All right, here we go. Here we go. Omar being removed from her post on the committee is just an extension of the legacy from 9-11 of the big, bad, white Americans targeting Muslims. What, there's, when does this nitwit never, uh, d- does she always speak in hyperbole and conjecture? It's always hyperbole and conjecture from this one. Everything's as bad as 9-11 or Pearl Harbor or Nazi Germany. Everything from this nitwit, did the people that she waitress at the bar want to listen to this crap? I don't know. Probably not. Republicans are racist. They don't like women of color. Wah, 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 AOC. We've heard it all before. I just got done saying when you continually make these charges and you have nothing to back it up and everything is racist all the time and white supremacist all the time, then nothing is. They don't understand that. Now, maybe, maybe, hey, I got a question for ALC, and maybe she can explain this. Why are there a number of, of uh women of color in the Republican Party in Congress? I mean, there's a number of them out there, right? Why if the Republican Party is so racist and such a racist, such a white supremacist, such a white man's club, why are there women of color in in the Republican Party and serving in Congress, right next to you, ALC? I wonder if ALC considers these women of color, also haters of women of color, as she puts it, because they vote with their Republican colleagues, I imagine. So does she think these women that are in, on the Republican side, also they also hate women and they hate women of color? And let's say, I'll put a sidebar out there. I've said this before. I'll say it again. We all have color. I don't see any, I've yet to see a translucent human out there. I do can't see through anybody we all have some sort of color to us it's just a matter of you know how what's the shading right that's all the that's all you that, that, that's all it is what's the shading we all have color so I don't I don't buy this this stupid women of color people of color we all have a color mine happens to be some sort of I don't know peach or whatever you want to call it I don't know I'm not translucent that much I know you can't see my guts so anyway. AOC is the poster child for failing upward. She went from a a waitress, right? And we all see why she was waitressing. She's not the brightest crayon in the box. I mean, that that bulb has probably gotten barely above above a flicker her entire life. Somehow managed to fail upward. Uh, Unfortunately, that's what happens in politics. We've talked about that before. She's one of the least accomplished members of Congress uh, probably of all time. If I were to venture a bet, I'd say one of the least accomplished members of Congress of all time in terms of getting legislation passed and, and writing bills or helping her constituents. I guess if these people in their, that district she represents want that, that's I guess that's on them, whatever. Unfortunately, the rest of us got to suffer with listening to her diatribes and her stupidity, but whatever. I guess that, make different choices. New York district, whatever that is, make different choices. Anyway. So she said, a Republican threatened my life. And do we? There's another one we hear thrown out. A Republican threatened my life. All right, so if that was true, and she said a Republican, or a member of Congress, right? She's a member of this Congress threatened my life. Oh, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say if that was true, at a minimum, that person would no longer be in Congress. Leadership would have voted to remove them at this point. So this person would no longer be in Congress, if not under some sort of house arrest or incarceration for threatening the life of another. But, you know, those details, that's neither here nor there. We can't, we can't be bothered with those minor details when you're among the most privileged women of color around and you're engaged in yet another unfactual, emotional diatribe that makes you look like a total fool. Let, let's, we can't bother with those sorts of details. Oh, yeah, threatened my life, still in Congress. Why? Uh, she just, she's just so stupid. And unfortunately we as a society are that stupid. We keep electing people like her to office. We fall for this crap. We're that stupid too, I guess. Doesn't not, not a glowing endorsement on our society by any stretch of the imagination as a whole. Like I've said before, I have the smartest viewers around, so (laughs) it's everybody else. Blame everybody else. Anyway, anyway, If you're watching on on the video feed on Rumble, you can't watch it on YouTube. I'm banned from YouTube for a couple weeks again here. Uh, They don't really like me right now for citing government data. I got banned for citing government data anyway. So if you're watching this on Rumble... You can see the clapping seals. You got Corey Bush. I'm, I don't know if it's Hakeem Jeffries or someone else sitting back behind AOC as she's going on her diatribe. They're sitting there clapping, nodding their heads, agreeing with every stupid word that comes out of AOC's mouth. It just, just, I can just see them. I just imagine, like, you know, a trained seal that's you know, a couple of them there batting a ball back and forth with their nose, right? That's what these clowns look like behind her. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, racist Republicans, these people are, God, I can't, I can't stand this. I can't, these people just make me angry with their stupidity. You watch this. If you watch this, you can't, this is why we can't take these fools serious. They're not serious people. We can't take them as serious people because they aren't. What are they? They're grifters, liars, and most of all, the most unaccomplished people we have in society. And they happen to be in Congress. So what, what's that say? It seems their only function is to bitch and whine and make a show, not actually do anything for their constituents, not actually do anything for our country except to try and destroy it. These fools are actors, nothing more. They're they're actors. I mean, Rashida Tlaib, she should be getting an Oscar for that performance, whipping up tears on the spot. You got Corey defund the police but keep my security detail Bush there. Uh, you know, with just, uh, oh, so heartfelt, the racist Republicans. And then you get AOC, you watch the video, and she's all over the place, body gyrating, acting like she's she she's some sort of uh, charismatic preacher up there. These people are so stupid. It's a show. I've said it before. If you don't think this is nothing more than a show, I can't help you, because that's what it is. It's a show. And unfortunately, it's a show that's destroying our country. These people are actors, they're nothing more than actors. They grift, they lie, they steal. They have no life skills, no common sense, no desire to accomplish anything, but whatever their grift is. Unfortunately, they are the liberal media's darlings, so they'll continue to get raised up as the scions of society. And what we can only hope is that the population sees them for what they are. Grifters with no actual life skills, with no actual uh, ability to accomplish anything, and that we as a people stop giving the networks and publications the clicks and views on their stupidity, on whatever it is, right? We, we can only hope that the constituents that these folks represent, that the squad represents, realize that the squad is only out for their own best interests and not them as their constituents, not their interests as people and that they get voted out of office. Now, before I go, don't forget to tune in live to Rucksack Radio on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central for Laughs and Liberty with Tom and me. You can watch us live on Riverside FM, Rumble, YouTube, or Twitch. We'd love to engage with you on the chats. The chats are going uh, throughout the entire show. We get a lot of great comments, a lot of great questions, and a lot of, actually a lot of great interaction because we'll see the comment and talk uh, right back to you. Uh, so... Tune in live, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Central, Laughs in Liberty. Friends, that's my show for today. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com. There you'll find links to my past shows, my original articles, as well as other resources to help arm you with knowledge in fighting off the prevailing narratives of the day. While on my website, shop my store, Living with Liberty Outfitters. Lastly, I'd be so grateful if you shared, subscribed, and left a positive review of the show, should your listening platform allow. Subscribing helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth.